All right, welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, coming on a pod to talk with us. First is SYP creator Scott. Scott, how are you doing? Hey, I'm excited. It's, you know, we had, got a lot of followers yesterday. I'm excited to show them what we got and who we are. And, and it, it should be a good show. And then also joining us from Fredericton, New Brunswick. Uh, our boy, Jeremy Smith. Jeremy, how are you doing right now? I'm a little cold over here. It's like minus 15, so. <laughs> that sounds like hell. Yeah. Oh, well, that's okay. Um, you know, we're glad, we're glad that you can make this. I know that you've been wanting to come on for a while now, and we finally got the opportunity for you to come on. Yeah, I'm excited to do it. It's going to be gonna be fun. All right. Uh, first off, before we get into anything, so Scott, Talk about yesterday and we what are we at 80 followers? I think yesterday we we've turned into GameStop where people are just bought our stock at you know continuously yesterday. Uh so, explain that situation. So yesterday morning fans, um I woke up and I checked the brand and then we had 375 followers exactly, which was a good goal we set for February and we yeah. got it. And then um when I went to sleep last night, I checked it again, we're at 447. So what happened? Um, so shout out to my Human Connects 312 class. We were doing lab techniques. Thank God our prof had some technical difficulties and she like blacked out for like five minutes. So our group chat start, you know, starts talking, okay, we're, we're the, what the heck's going on? Where's everyone? And um, I think it was either Kevin or one of the guys was like, Scott, you should please teach the class. I'm like, well, okay, I don't know a whole lot because um, so anyways, I started, you know, I just started randomly talking and um, then Gabe's like plugged the pod. So I SYP onto the group chat and sure enough, like two minutes later, I get like 50 notifications asking for, uh, to follow Speak Your Peace. And um, yeah, the, the, pay, the people, the people contributed. So shout out to my HK family and all the guys there. And yeah. Shout, shout out to those people. Yeah, I, as um because I was recording my podcast yesterday. And then after I like finished a section, I checked my phone. It's like, holy shit, what the fuck happened? Um, <laughs> I missed a call from you, got new followers. So that was cool. Thank you to everybody for following. Uh, hopefully you enjoy the content. Hopefully you enjoy the pod. Um, next up is the Get Big in New Brunswick with the UN, UNB crew. And hopefully Jeremy will, uh, will help us out there. No pressure, by the way. Oh, no problem. I'll throw a repost on there. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Tell everybody to follow us. Um, Put you on the map for the East Coast. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, Jeremy, you're the guest here. What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with hockey or do you want to start with football? Um, we can start with football. I'm down to remind with- the Cowboys and talk about how shitty of a season they had. <laughs> so, well, okay. So how much of it is actually like their defense was not that great. They were playing, it seemed like a really like poor system scheme for most of the season yeah the first couple of games was rough even when Dak was there I don't think the defense decided to show up for a game yeah no I don't I don't think so at all um because we you guys played Seattle and it was like a shootout back and forth yeah and part of that too was just Seattle's defense was just awful at that point of the season and turns out you guys didn't change and our defense at least evolved a little bit um was was Dak like a, a a big you know loss as well just not having oh, him oh for sure I think that the team definitely like revolves around Dak like you can see that this season like their team didn't change beside Dak they had a lot of like offensive line injuries but like Dak's the main guy there and they just need to sign him like so 
if you're the Cowboys, because there's this has kind of been one of my I don't know arguments, but obviously we've we've seen with the Rams that the Jared Goff signing didn't work or the Carson Wentz signing didn't work. I'm kind of wondering if the Cowboys are just going to be the team that moves on from Dak after the, you know, rookie deal. Cause obviously the, in the NFL, the rookie deal is your most beneficial deal. You get the most value out of a player and then just goes and get another quarterback on a rookie deal. What, what, what would you say to that? If that happened? I, I wouldn't like it. I think that, I think it, Elliot definitely suffered after watching Dak get hurt. Um, I think if you want Elliot to produce, I think Dak needs to be there because um, that duo is just really good. But I don't want them to sign anyone else. I think that Dak's your guy. He's your franchise player. Um, yeah, I, I really hope they don't do anything. He has one more year for sure there. Um, yeah. I don't see him going anywhere this year but or in a trade or anything. But I really hope that they keep him. Yeah, the I think if you're, Dallas, if you're Dallas, you have to keep – that kind of core intact as best you can. And sure. like, you said, like Zeke relies on Dak, but also also the way around, because you know, the pass game, if there's a pass game, the run game's opened up. And if the run game's really good, then it just it's kind of a two-way weapon. And for a few years there, they were really good combined together. And Zeke, correct me if I'm wrong, was like the leading rusher a couple years, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Like it's you know, you gotta have both guys and build that core, get a couple of receivers, maybe a good tight end in there, and then your offense is set. Well, I was going to say the receivers aren't even that bad. Like, I like no, Amari Cooper. I, I like C-Flamp. It's mm-hmm. definitely, like, on paper, it's one of the best in the league. It's yeah. just that they, they can't produce. They haven't. Even when Dak was there last season, like, the production was just not there. Um, I think they need definitely need some work. Well, and, and the offensive line, too. Like, when the Cowboys were yeah. making the playoffs uh, regularly, the, their offensive line was really good. And now yeah. it's kind of just deteriorated or they've had to rebuild some pieces whatever whatever um so the nfc east isn't really that good it wasn't really that good this season uh, is it play is a playoffs or bust for you as a cowboys fan next year uh well i mean personally i hope they make it either way no matter what the division is i think you have the washington team that's gonna that's gonna look good again as well and maybe hopefully barkley's gonna be back in as well so you'll see that new york might improve a little bit um, I think the Eagles need to go more into a rebuild, but yeah, those will be your top three teams in my opinion. Like, I don't think it'll be as bad as it was this year. This year was just, it was hard to watch any of those games. Well, in the last game of the regular season where the Giants played the Cowboys and Dalton just forced a ball, a floater into double coverage to end the season was just oh, like, yeah. okay, that's about how this thing would go. Um I want to get your thoughts quickly on the Stafford Goff trade and who you thought came out on top in that one. I don't know. It was a hard trade. I think that they gave up a lot for Stafford. Um, I like, I like the trade, um, but I think two first round picks is definitely pushing it in that trade. Um, Again, I think Stafford's definitely going to do a lot better with the Rams, especially McVay there. Um, Really good coach, but I like that trade. I just don't know if Goff's better than Stafford, or sorry, if Stafford's better than Goff. Because to me, that that trade was very like, like you looked at their stats, they're pretty similar, and maybe it's of because of the system. Maybe who knows? But I mean, if Stafford can go and put up like forty touchdowns, like less than fifteen interceptions, and like four thousand plus yards, like maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I'm wrong. But I just don't know if Goff's like 
just like I don't I don't get that trade. I didn't understand it. I I thought what I was gonna say was like I've said this before, but if you go if you talk to any Lions fan or you go to any Lions message board or Lions social whatever, it's a unanimous this guy is a hall Stafford's a Hall of Famer if he played on a better team. And that's I, Lions I, fans who are saying that, who are like, this guy, like if you watch him, he makes some of the craziest throws and has some of the best arm talents in the league. He's just played for a shitty organization for his entire career. And, you know, now maybe we'll get an opportunity to go win a championship. Um, so it's, it's a lot, but like, I think Stafford still got five good years in him. And maybe that's a freezing cold take, but I, I Stafford, I see could be the next starting quarterback for the Rams for three to five years and put up quality numbers too. So I'm kind of like, I think both teams benefit yeah. in each sort of way. Um, Rams did give up a lot though. They yeah. did, but it's kind of like, yeah, he, you know, he is a, still a quality quarterback. I, who, I can't remember who I was talking to, but somebody compared him to like, is he better than Phillip Rivers? And it's just like, yeah, he's better than Phillip Rivers. He just hasn't had the opportunity to fail in the postseason that Phillip Rivers has his entire career. Um, so sticking with football, I don't know if you guys heard, there's a big game this weekend. There is, yeah. There's great. a big... That's going to be a great game. I should be a, should, should be a great game. Jeremy predictions who do you who do you have coming out on top and why do you think that team's gonna win i i got the box like you can't bet against oh. brady i don't think you can bet against brady it's like just as good as mahomes is um i think brady's got the experience i think i think they're gonna be up going into the fourth i think mahomes is gonna try to push it because he's way better pushing the pace in my opinion um but i don't know i think the bucks are just gonna stay on top uh, that's, that's, uh, I, I, I get why I get why Scott yeah. what's your Super Bowl pick this year are these are official picks right now like this is for real this is your official pick right now you're making this right now I was gonna make this later this week okay um well. early, early at, least, at least give us your direction what direction you're heading in okay. Jeremy's right it's so hard to, to pick against Brady but I have to it's gonna be it's gonna be high scoring no doubt about it and I'm pretty sure Mahomes is going to be down in the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. Chiefs win 42-38. Whoa. That's, that's my pick. Really? It's going to be close the whole game. Gonna be, it's going to be a back and forth shootout. Scotty is hitting the over like super hard. Like he oh, is I'm taking the over big hard. time. Um, big, big offensive game for both guys. Big offensive game. You know, I said that the last time Brady was in the Super Bowl against the Rams, and look what happened there. <laughs> um, I'm kind of going with Brady, too. I'm kind of leaning towards uh, Tampa Bay to win. And, I mean, obviously Mahomes and the Chiefs are on, like, another level. Like, they are, like, two or three tiers ahead of everybody else in terms of how well they're performing and how well they're playing. I I got to go with Tom. It's it's Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, and I feel like I'd be – I feel like a complete dumbass if I didn't take Brady to win in the Super Bowl and he won. Like, I, I'm okay I, – I, I'd be okay, I'm okay with taking Brady and having Mahomes win. But then I'd feel really stupid if I took Mahomes and then Brady won. That's kind of where I'm going with that. So 
Uh, if I had to give an official score, I'm going to say uh, Bucks 30, Chiefs 28. Wow, that's close too. So, question for you guys. If yes. Brady wins, do you think he retires? No. I no, think I, he's I, I, I think he's still playing. I think he's got, he's forty three now. 43, yeah. Like I still think he's got a couple more years. I don't think Tampa Bay's his last team. There's part of me who thinks that he's gonna wow. continue playing after Tampa Bay because I think he has one more year left on his Bucks deal. Okay. And if he wins a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, he has no need to go back. Like he literally accomplished everything he needed to do in Tampa Bay if he wins a Super Bowl this year. Well, that's my now, point, because if he wins, he's the undisputed go. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, I think he is in general. Even he's if he anyways, wasn't, yeah, like, but, yeah, he's that yeah. good. But True. but I don't I don't think he retires. I think if Brady wins, he's still playing. I agree. I see at least three or four more years. Yeah, cool. Um, another fun thing. This is more along Scott's you know area. This isn't Scott's uh, neck of the woods. So the halftime show this week uh, this weekend is the weekend. Oh, so, um, Jeremy, I don't know if you can partake in this as much as we can what uh, what is your ultimate the weekend halftime show how would you build like your, your top five songs if you can of the weekend and how would you do the halftime performance i won't go to you right away jeremy i'll we'll start with scott first because scott will have his top five i think that he'll set i got yeah set, i think yeah. he's got his set five set so scott what's your ultimate the weekend halftime performance so so based on what I've read, it's a 24-minute set, which is, is well, very, by the way, is very long for a halftime show. Um, yeah. So oh, I got I to gotta think about it. Let me quickly write it down and see if it makes sense. Um, so my first one, got to start with Heartless from the After Hours album. Okay. Heartless is definitely number one. Blinding Lights is going to be last. No doubt Blinding about Lights it. Blinding Lights is going to be, okay. 100%. Um, and then you toss The Hills. The Hills okay. has got to be in there. Um, cause that one in a stadium would be nuts. Um, wow. Probably, probably Starboy will be there too. People won't like it, but it'll be there. Um, I'm going to put party monster on the side. I wish, I don't think it's going to make it, but it should be there too. Um, save so, your tears. I would put in, I would throw in there too. So in order. Yes. Um, hold on. Let me figure that. Figure the order out first. Um, save your tears, and then, oh, probably all I know. Feet future. That's also a really good song. Um, okay. So, if you can read that, that's what it says there. Highland, uh, say, uh, okay. So you got six songs. That's your ultimate the weekend halftime show. I would say so. Yeah. Would, all right. I would say that, like that's my prediction for what he's gonna do. So okay. you don't see him bringing anyone out, like any future special guests. I don't know. Maybe, maybe future. If, maybe. if future gets to a, if future gets to the Super Bowl before, like more recently than Russell Wilson does, I'm gonna have an issue with that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be upset. Like Jerry, if if future's on, I think Low Life gets put in there too. Oh that, yeah, for sure. That's on the band. I would kill to see a Kendrick surprise, you know, like yeah, for with pay for me. Yeah, it's it's hard to say what he's gonna do, but either way, it'll be good. I, I think my five, I would go with I would go with uh, the Hills. Yeah. Okay. You do Blinding Lights. Of course, for sure. You do Starboy. Okay. You do Earned It. Ooh. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, and then at my top five, I, I, you would do, um, uh, uh, heartless at the end. Did I say that? Okay. So yeah, that's how I would do my order. Jeremy, do you have a, a top five or a, a, an order of the weekend that you would go with? Um, I think blinding lights is definitely going to be in there. I think that's going to be the opening. Ooh, um, ooh, okay. I got, I got to go with it. I got Hills is probably going to be last. I see that as being like a nice closure. Cause I feel like it's more positive than newer stuff. Yeah. Actually, you know? yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think Starboy is going to be at number two. Um, I think it's going to be um, Can't Feel My Face because that was a popular radio song. True. So yeah, I, you know what? The, yeah. True. I feel like that could go in there as like number three. And then I got oh. an, I got Ken, I got to go with Kendrick coming out. Oh. Um, really long shot. He's been super silent, but you never know. Full <laughs> take. You're going to sprinkle like a little that. money on that, like bet on that being a, a, a halftime yeah. song? No, I, I think I'd rather bet Scotty on the Bucks one and then. <laughs> fair enough fair enough so so jeremy and i have the bucks scott's taking the chiefs and we both for, we all for the most part came up with similar playlists for the weekend to do for the halftime yeah. show so that's pretty good yeah. um let's move on to hockey so let's talk about the nhl right now uh jeremy sweet canucks had a brutal loss last night to right. the montreal Canadiens. uh we had our boy jevin on from the left side heavy podcast last week to talk about the Canucks. Jeremy, your thoughts on the Canucks so far this season? Uh, I don't even know where to start. Like, they come out, they play good in one game, and then I think it's a turnaround. It's kind of like watching the Cowboys. They come out, they play really well, and then the next game or the next week, it's like, this is not the same team as I just watched. Like, I think Tyler Mott's having an amazing year, and you see that that contract is now paying off uh, for the Canucks. But Tyler Boss, according Tyler to Boss, SMB, Tyler Boss. Yeah, uh, I think the back end has played really well. I think their top guys like PD had they have PD hasn't started producing. Um, Besser produced well against Ottawa, but I mean, you're also playing Ottawa, and their top line is a pair of rookies and Tuchuk, right? So it's hard not to produce against that team, and then you see them go against a team like Montreal again last night, and it's like, well silence right well that's kind of what i'm wondering about the canucks if it's like they're they are somewhere in the middle between like crushing ottawa and getting crushed by montreal like there's yeah. there's somewhere there you just have to figure it out maybe because which like we're still kind of early on we're still trying to figure that out but that's how i like there's some like somewhere like around the edmonton maybe calgary toronto Somewhere last week, and I think a lot of it is their defensive issues. They're turning the puck over way too much. Oh yeah, Myers he loves sitting in the box. Like and to be fair, a lot, a lot of his calls are very weak. But, but again, they're still, they're still, to kill they're still yeah, for sure, right? Um, yeah, it's, like, it's, a, it's a it's a Tyler Myers. How many penalties in a game can I get? <laughs> challenge. Yeah, that's pretty much what he's been doing all season. Like I like I was watching one of the games and Burke was saying how the refs have been super, super strict this season. Mm, mm -hmm. I I think that was the Saturday game. Yeah, I did agree with that. But again, Myers got to he's got to get out of the box. He's going to have a massage chair and a beanbag chair in there. And (laughs) he's got to find a way to get pucks in the net and not in the box. Yeah. So like don't give the refs a reason to call something like make make plays, but don't like if you can take the whistle out of their hand, Jerry, you know, you and I know that, like oh, yeah. you let the guys play, but you're making us make these calls. So 
Yeah, especially if you're going up to ref Vancouver, you're already going to know that, well, Myers is their top. You're just going to be watching him all game, right? Because yeah. it was, Dick is so active, but in the wrong places. Yeah. Uh, Same with the size, too. He often hits guys really hot. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that, I was going to say the Saturday game was really fascinating because I, I think Myers took a stupid penalty or the Canucks had some penalty trouble if i remember and then in the third period myers does like the the fucking skate around the whole zone with a puck like i do in shell and he like showed off his speed and the size it's just like where has that been this entire time like you fucker like you guy you've been taking penalties all the time and then the one time you show off some offensive skill and it's just like we need more of that not the the penalty he was the first round pick wasn't he Yeah. yeah I think he's top 10, too. Former Kelowna Rocket, Tyler Myers. There you go. Uh, uh, I, I figured we should touch on this a bit as the Tony D'Angelo incident oh, yeah. with the S at the end of the incident. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, he got punched out by uh, Gorgiev uh, because... You know you know why? So, okay, the rumor is there's a bunch of rumors going around. The rumor is is that so the law the Rangers lost to the Penguins in OT the other night, I think it was. Yep. And apparently, uh, D'Angelo said something like he tried to crack a joke with Gorgiev about you know, oh uh, you know, guess guess that one's on me here. Guess you know, guess you got to be a little better. So he said something stupid, mm-hmm. and Gorgiev's just like fuck you, and then took a swing at him. And that was essentially the end of Tony D'Angelo with the Rangers. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, I'm kind of interested to hear your thoughts on kind of Tony D'Angelo and what what's all transpired there in the last six months. Well, I think there's a lot more that happens, especially with him, that we're not being told about because there's no way that that's the only thing because – Fights happen in practice all the time, right? It's common. Like you see people, all-stars will go up and fight each other, um, but then they go and talk about it, right? And it's all good and it brings the team closer. But I, I definitely think that there's more going on with D'Angelo than what we know, right? <laughs> Especially with the Rangers coming out and saying that, oh, he's a great guy and that was not the reason why we let him go, right? Because they're just trying to get him, someone, some team to pick him up off waivers. They don't have to pay him anymore. Yeah. Exactly. I definitely think there's a little bit more going on. There's got to be. And I think I think it's stretching back a few years now at this point. I know um, he's had a behavior problem. And, like, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's a he's a solid top four defenseman on an average to, you know, lower tier team. And he's really an effective player, good offensive, good two-way defenseman. Um, but like you guys said, yeah, he's just some issues with the Rangers and with his teammates that just – at a certain point, it builds up, and it's just way too much. And I think, yeah, obviously, Dan Jones has gotten there now. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, someone picks him up. And, and I'm not, like, I don't want to say there's there's a bit of a cloud with D'Angelo when it comes to, like, the Trump stuff and all that, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of, you know, issue. And I'm not even talking about that. Like, this is just purely either on the ice, because he struggled quite a bit to start this season, or just, like, behind, you know, off the ice behind the scenes because if you're like d'angelo has struggled he was put on the taxi squad if, if i'm correct like a few weeks ago and when you're the one who's making that jokes it's kind of like okay but you're kind of the problem yeah. like i get i get what you're trying to do but it's like you're kind of the reason why this team is slow out of the gate already you really shouldn't be saying anything 
too stupid, but um, just something I thought we should touch on. And do, do any of you think he's going to be playing for an NHL team again? I think so. You think yeah. somebody will get him an opportunity? He's a good, sure. he's too good of a player to pass up. I think, you know, my opinion, I think he's a really solid player. Like, yeah, he struggled this year, but in the right situation, he'll be okay. He needs, he needs a, a hard coach, someone that's going to really like push him and like make him better. Say Torrell and Columbus. I was just about to say a Columbus pickup. <laughs> I could see yeah. um, whether it's happening or not. I, I don't know if he'll get picked up, honestly, just because of, you know, how stuff in the locker room like translates to on ice gameplay. And when you have a, when you have a oh. pair of guys in the room that they're arguing and fighting back and forth constantly, and it's not just a one thing and done. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, that translates to the ice, right. And your team, your whole team suffers. It causes issues like throughout, throughout the organization, really. Oh yeah. Right. Your coach has to focus on that battle instead of winning one on the ice. Right. So because I, I, I don't know. I think fans are pretty fed up with D'Angelo and some of the shit that he brings. But, of course, NHL front offices are completely different from fans because it's just old white dudes pretty much in the front office who's just kind of like, yeah, I'll just, you know, sign this guy. What's the worst that can happen? And they the GMs don't really care about the backlash. But I don't know. I mean, some NHL teams probably going to sign him just because he's a right shot defenseman who put up 50 points one year and has a manageable salary. And they figure that's enough to put up with all the bullshit that comes with D'Angelo. Um, and so yeah, Tony D'Angelo, we touched on him. Um, Jeremy, I wanted to go back to you. What have been your thoughts on this hockey season, the North division, a- anybody or anything really stand out uh, to you so far? I love the North division. It's great hockey, no matter what team you watch, like that division is it's hands down the best, right? It has, they were talking about it last night, three people in the league have scored hat tricks and they're all in the North division. Right. Um, I love it. it, it, I was going to say McDavid and Drysdale the other night just went fucking off. It was was crazy. And I I hated it because I don't have either of them in either of my hockey pools. So (laughs) I I just lose. So. Okay. Um, yeah, no, the north the north has been the north has been great. I don't know what the rest of the like the rest of the, the east is obviously dealing with covid right now. The central's dealing with covid right now. The west is okay. Scott's Ducks are okay. No. Well, they're actually, they actually they actually are okay. Um, they're okay. They're not great. They're okay. Yeah. Um and, and again, like McDavid Dryside, like Connor McDavid is obviously the best player in this league, right? Yeah. Best one, best offensive player in the league, hands down. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I mean, the North division has been great. And Jeremy, you, the Canucks are still going to make the playoffs. You think, you think they're going to get back? Um, I don't know. I think, I think Holtby needs to start playing a little bit better. That's what I think for being an ex Vesna trophy player, like watching him last night. Yes. He made incredible saves. Um, but I think, I think it's just, he's just not fully there yet. And I think that comes as a new, he's with a new team, right? A mm-hmm. uh, young team. He's an older guy. He has to carry a little bit more, more of a captain role, more of a leadership role. So I, I think he's just getting used to that. And I really, I really hope he starts producing. Cause I think right now, if Markstrom was currently still there, I think that they'd be doing a little bit better. Um, I, 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 and I, I was going to say, I, I like Demko. 
Like, I don't know why you weren't starting. I know you signed Holtby, and I know you paid a bunch of money to Holtby, but I think most people, from what I've gathered in that fan base, get like are get the impression that Demko's going to be the long term starter. Like Demko is yeah. the guy. Just oh, give him sure. start. Just give him start. Just let him uh, let him uh, go to Seattle. I don't think there's a question. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, anything else that you boys want to bring up, discuss here before we switch to our next topic? We got the mailbag coming up, but if there's something else that you guys want to go, you know, go off on or discuss, this is speak your piece. So you have an opportunity to do <laughs> so here. So shout out to the Oilers, um, McDavid Dressel. I picked up the winning division, by the way, and they need to find they need to find a way to stop the puck and keep it out of their net. Their offense is far from issue, as you saw in the eight five game where McDavid went and Dressel went off. Dressel had six assists, which is almost a record. Um, go Oilers, I guess. I guess. Uh, I have I have a I have a Flames jersey now, so I can't root for the Oilers, even though I'm not a Flames fan. It's just so I get the Kachuk name and number stitch on the back. Um, no, the actually the Oilers shouldn't really be trying to stop pucks because it's great watching a team play like five four. <laughs> with with the I, poor I don't, again, Scotty. I don't see the Oilers winning the division. There's just no defense. There's no goalie. Um, I think it, I think it's Montreal. Montreal is the best team oh. in that division. Yeah, I mean, I made the pick that the Oilers are going to win it, but that man, that Montreal team's looking really good. Yeah. Holy. Um. By the way, by the way, uh, reverse retros. I don't know if you saw in the Toronto Edmonton game the other night. They both wore their reverse retros. Uh, any thoughts on the reverse? I didn't think either of them were that bad. I didn't think the Toronto jersey was that bad. I didn't think the Edmonton jersey was that bad. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Jared, go first. Uh, I think that the Leafs just have a shitty jersey in general. Like they're just. <laughs> Like, like all in all, like I really, if you compare it to the other team that's in that in Toronto, like the Raptors, like the Raptors don't have a bad jersey. Like, oh, all I think, oh, I think, I think the Raptors, no, the Raptors jerseys got worse this year. Okay, well, yeah, like if you look at like this some year of their, they got worse. Old, you look at the Raptors, like the retro jerseys, like they have comparing them to the Leafs. You're like, what? What are the Leafs doing? Like, yeah, the Raptors have amazing jerseys, and then yeah, it's just you look at the Leafs and it's. The, the, the St. Pat's jerseys are amazing. But I think I, de- I didn't like the. I don't grand. know why they didn't go with those three. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't mind the gray. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was all right. I, I mean, I didn't like the jersey when I came out. I thought it was actually one of the worst. Um, the cheap Zeller's jerseys. That's yeah. And they, they looked all right. They looked all right. The, the Leafs reverse retro did. So the, I, Oilers, the Oilers jerseys were sick. I, in my opinion, they were, I think they're they're unreal. I thought the Oilers jerseys were good too. Um, and then uh, Saturday on our uh, SYP live uh, for the Hockey Night in Canada, that's when the Flames are going to be wearing their reverse retro for the first time. So I'll have like a matching reverse retro for when they play. So that'll be cool. Uh, should we skip to the mailbag? Let's go to the mailbag. Um, all right, we have five questions. Uh, good job. Hey, good job, viewers. Getting better. Well, one, of the, one of them's from you, but anyway, oh. it's not the point. Um, <laughs> Shmuel has two questions. Our okay. friend Shmuel, shout out Shmuel. Uh, does Jeremy think he's above the average human because he posts gym stuff on his stories? <laughs> <laughs> this, this uh, before you answer, this sounds like this sounds like it's coming from someone who doesn't go to the gym regularly. <laughs> I don't see Corey as a guy that goes to the gym a whole lot either. Oh, he, doesn't, he doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. 
So I mean, at least he doesn't work at a gym and say he goes to the gym. You know that would. Oh be- wow! Oh, okay. If you don't know, I work at a gym, and I I haven't <laughs> been going to the gym recently, just as much as I want to, just because I've been busy with school and brand stuff, and I haven't taken the time to do that. So, um, I think Jeremy thinks of himself, you know, with confidence, highly with confidence. Yeah, that you makes know. Sense. Not you know, arrogant, Corey but Corey knows I didn't have. Didn't have the greatest body all through uh, grade 10, you know? So, you know, I've worked on it. I like um, to show up a little bit. That's and, fine. And, Good mentality. And, I like that. I like that. And, it, and again, like, I, I'm supporting Jeremy. Like, people, like, Jeremy and I have had this kind of, like, fake, like, oh, you know, kind of buddy, like, jokingly, like, there's no animosity between Jeremy and I. I don't know if, no. you know, we need to create no, like, some we're still going to, we'll still fight at some point. Like, yeah, we'll be, still fight at some point. But it's like when UFC fighters, like, when they, like, you know, bro hug in the middle of the yeah. ring, like, in the third also, round. We'll still be finding ways to talk trash before the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, second question from Shmuel. Uh, who would Jeremy take in a fight, uh, to win in a fight between Tony Lopez and James Charles? I got James Charles all the way. 100%. Okay. 100%. Interesting. I'd, I'd uh, blow all my money on that. Um, I don't really I, – I couldn't care less about this. So oh, I, I, I think it was a stupid I, question in general. I think it is too. I think he could have came up with better questions. Sure, obviously. Uh, but what are you going to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, this one comes from SYP creator Keith. Why is Scott the GOAT? <laughs> In case like, you is this for me or is this for you guys to answer? I think this is just in general because obviously Scott just got us a bunch of followers, so Scott's pretty oh. cool. Uh, and Scott's well, I'll, pretty cool. I'll, I'll take a stab at it first. I think it's the yeah. fact that he's he's wearing a uh, he's wearing a jacket inside, so just in case he's <laughs> not always prepared. I think that that's 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 one of the, the first things we have to notice there. But the goat. <laughs> I, I I I Jeremy. I think was it last week. I think before we potted scott that i mentioned like why are you wearing a jacket inside and it's just like it's comfortable it's like all right hey fair enough man um scott's the goat just all around um oakley guy scott i know you're an oakley guy so you're rooting for your boy patrick mahomes yeah of course yeah all right uh Oakley's superior advisors for hockey helmets by the way superior uh scott you asked how do we get so many followers so quickly well you you basically just told everybody in your zoom call uh, so maybe I'll do that one time if a prof is having trouble just saying, go follow, speak your piece. Yeah, go plug the pod. Yeah. Anyone, might... in le- hey, anyone listening to this in lecture, go plug the pod, go get us some, some followers. Tell your friends. It's like the tell old uh, Arrested friends. Development bit. Tell your friends. Same yeah. with you, Jeremy. Same with you, Jeremy. Go tell your friends. Um, okay. I This is uh, from Katrina. Scott, I think you know Katrina maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah, she's glad. Uh, yeah, uh, she just says, who's your favorite team? So just in general, uh, who's your I'm favorite go through, team? I'll go A3 Sports. So my favorite sure. overall, the Anaheim Ducks. Um, those, are my, those are my boys. Um, I've met Scott Niedermeyer, Hall of Fame defenseman, former captain. Um, when, I was start, when I started playing hockey, my favorite number was 15. And at the time, Ryan Getzlav was the captain. Um, favorite NBA teams, Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard is my favorite player. On If... Uh, clip to his 2014 shot against the Houston Rockets in the playoffs. Best shot I've ever seen in my life. I saw it live too. Um, favorite football club, Bayern Munich. Alfonso Davies, come on, like, can't go against him. And Neuer's the GOAT, without a doubt. Um, football, probably Seattle. Can't go against Ian here. I love, gotta love the Hawks. I'm kind of a homer that way, but 
Um, the Hawks are good. And then what else is there? We can go. Um, baseball. And- Who's your favorite baseball team? Toronto Blue Jays. All right, cool. Yeah, Jeremy, sure, Jeremy, quickly go through your uh, go your favorite teams in the four major sports here, if you can. Uh, well, we'll start with soccer because personally, I couldn't care less about soccer, so I don't really have a favorite team. Um, yeah. So football, I'm definitely definitely a Cowboys fan. Um, I got Canucks as well, you know, and oh, you got to go with the Blue Jays and the Raptors. So, oh. all right. Yeah. Uh, I I'm all over the map here. Uh, so my football team, basically the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm from I'm from there, so a lot of teams I root for are Seattle based. Uh, Seahawks are my football team. Uh, the Seattle Manners are my baseball team. So I have been uh, perpetually depressed by them ever since I've been born. <laughs> um, basketball team right now is the Lakers, but it's really just whenever the Sonics come back, which might be never, but. Yeah, pretty much. Like I've like even as a kid, like the Lakers were kind of like my second or third favorite team just because, you know, showtime and it's entertaining and you know, it's the Lakers, right? They got beautiful colors. I love LA. That that's why I root for the Lakers. But once the Sonics come back, then I'm rooting for the Sonics. Uh my hockey team is the Detroit Red Wings. Uh they're my (laughs) NHL team, which is going great so far in case you're wondering they they haven't looked like trash at all this season um and then shout out to the Everett Silvertips the junior hockey team that I root for um so that's the mailbag we got five questions thank you to everybody for uh, for asking questions uh I guess we'll head out here uh before we go Jeremy Scott any any final thoughts any final takeaways got yeah, you want to make, make bets on the Super Bowl like what are we put some wagers on it? What are we betting? I don't know. Um, um like something, something we can do in post because you know, I think money is just a little, it's not as fun. No, there's more. Well, you know, I've been talking about doing like a flames and Canucks kind of thing. Oh, no, maybe someone else. Do you maybe, maybe what we need to do is the official SYP squares where we just get a pizza box and then like people can invest like 10 bucks in squares. And then it could be like it can be online squares. I mean, we can also do we can also do bets too. Um, I, I, we'll fi- we'll find something. We'll we'll find something to do for gambling. Uh, I oh, thought I thought Jeremy, you were gonna go with a like a you're gonna pull out a, a my bookie ad that you were gonna do on the pod here for us. And nope. just, fuck, I didn't I didn't get that ad read. Fuck. Um, yeah, uh, we'll do some betting. We'll, we'll, we'll find a way to waste our money between uh, one another. Um, speaking of which, uh, last week, wh- whenever, when was the McGregor-Poirier fight? Last weekend? No, not this past this week, week like the weekend before. Um, yeah. I Basically, with my, my father and I, we just like bet like loonies and toonies on the, pay- on the pay-per-view card. And I think I took like 12 bucks off him. Just because I won every fucking like I, I bet on Poirier, I bet on Chandler, and so I, I'm a I'm a pretty smart gambler, not gonna lie. Well, so, we know that. Yeah. We know that. Uh, anything else before we head out, guys? Before we uh, do the outros here. All right. Well, no. thank you, Jeremy, for coming on. Uh, good luck in New Brunswick. Don't get COVID. Uh, don't get too cold. Good luck. And uh, yeah, so pretty much. Uh, if you're new to the pod, be sure to, you know, you can subscribe to us on Spotify. Uh, we got a YouTube channel. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
uh, go follow us on Instagram. Uh, Jeremy, do you have anything you want to plug? I got nothing. I'd all right, great. Hope the Cowboys uh, turn around. Hope the Cowboys have a good year, and that's that's all. All right, awesome. Uh, Scott, anything you want to plug? Go Ducks, and I hope the Ducks still make the playoffs. All right, there we go. So that's the podcast again. Go check us out on Spotify. Go check us out on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow the brand on social. Thank you, Jeremy, for coming on. Thank you, Scott, for taking mm-hmm. time out of your day to do this. And we'll do we'll do this again soon. We'll be back, you know, next week. We'll be back next week. So peace Thank out. You.